Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the 1 o'clock hour. Trent and I take you until 2. I'm laughing because if you don't follow Hawkeye Nation on Twitter, it's John Miller on Twitter. How did he do that? What is that? app i guess trent do you know it's snapchat that's snapchat that's snapchat that's a filter that you use that can change your your tone yeah and your your appearance uh john no john claims that wasn't him that squint is not john miller they're not one and the same well let's find out let's go to the source john miller trent and ken how are you whoever squint Uh, is uh, john he had me busting a gut in here. That's really good. Well, you know, I, I saw that. I, I had some people text me about it, so I went to Twitter, and I, I saw that something had been posted without my permission, clearly. You and were I hacked? Went to, yeah, I think I was hacked. You've heard about that before. I, have, you, yes. I, I think your partner was hacked once. And <laughs> Numerous times. So I, yeah. I, yeah, I went to uh, I went to fill out a uh, complaint form with Twitter, but then I watched the videos and I, you know what, I, I support the messages, so I just figured I'd let them roll. It's become a cottage industry almost for you, John. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably too much, it's, but it's like, you know, I, I want, I don't want to do it. I'd rather not. But I, then I see things. Like Sam McEwen or McKeon, whatever his name is, you know, talking about, you know, Martinez and Tua in the same sentence and how a quarterback can change everything. Well, I agree with his premise (laughs) that quarterbacks can change everything. You also have, it helps to have five stars across your Mm -hmm. offensive line and your defensive line. Mm -hmm. And Nebraska has half stars right now. It's cloudy and there's no stars in sight. And then the overhaul world Herald, just like minutes ago, which really prompted me to, to do it, basically talking about a, Gosh, what was it? A a, a freshman, a redshirt freshman, tight end, who's played one snap this year, who's been moved to center. And the Omaha World Herald says it's obviously premature to start comparing Cameron Jurgens to Dave Remington. Oh, my God. Scott Frost is clearly excited about his move to the offensive line. Dave Remington's one of the greatest centers to ever play. He has an award named after him. He has an award (laughs) named after him and a converted tight end who's played one snap this year, you're going to put that in the headline. That's it. That's oh the, and you know what? I can't let this crap pass, and I will continue to fight until either they back down or I die. And you'll continue to make me laugh and smile, John. Keep up the good work, John Miller. <laughs> hey, let's go to basketball, uh, because I want, it was media day earlier in the week, and and I was sold the very next day. I was right back into the same extent I was last year. Trent was a little, took him a little longer to come around, but by the end of our show yesterday, Trent had scraped his knees, jumping back on the Hawkeye basketball bandwagon. Are you on it yet, John? Where are you? No, I'm not. Uh, it's, it's, it's more, maybe it's just more subconsciously protected than anything else. Like last year, they've got a, they've, I think they've got a good collection of talent. I just don't know how that talent's going to mesh. Joe Wieskamp Joe is um, really uh, exciting. I can't wait to see him play. Sounds like they want him at the three, and that's great. So we'll, we'll go Bohannon at the three, or Bohannon at the one, and then maybe Moss at the two, and Wieskamp at the three, and 
Hook at the four, and then if healthy, Garza at the five, that's fine. They can do a lot of different lineups and things like that, but really it comes down to one thing. If this team can't make a dramatic improvement from being horrible to just meh on defense, it won't matter. Mm-hmm. It won't matter. Right. It's, a, it's a simple equation for this Iowa team, and in a way, I love talking Hawkeye hoops. It's not very fun to talk about because until we see defensively an improvement. So now you're off the bandwagon again? I'm, 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 I talked him right off of it. Right, right off. I'm, I'm teetering back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. I go. Let's get into Hawkeye football, John. And uh, I'll look to Indiana this week. The win against Minnesota, odd. I don't think anybody anticipated 48-31 was what we're going to see. Is this Hawkeye offense, are we continue to see evolution or is it more a gopher team without Wingfield in the backfield and just depleted overall? What, your, what was your takeaway from the Iowa passing game and the offense in general? Well, I think it could be a little bit of both. I think, you know, Iowa's, Iowa's had 400 yards of offense in each of its last three games, the first time that's happened since 2014. Nathan Stanley's last three games, I think, have been good by and large most of the time. You know, his completion percentage during that time is really good. Through five games, I wrote an article this week and compared Iowa through five games this year and five games last year. In most every measurable, they're better this year. The running game is better this year. Akron Wadley was only averaging 3.8 yards a carry through five games last year. And Iowa is like a plus. They're just better. And I think they're going to continue to get better. And I think the opponents on their schedule will allow them maybe to look better than they're getting better, if that makes any sense, by and large. But um, I think that I, I'm, I'm concerned this week. I'm really concerned. Yeah, I'm with you. I think, you know, Indiana may have the second-best offensive line that Iowa plays all season. They've already played number one in Wisconsin. Indiana's offensive line might be second. I think they've got five, five returning starters. They have a really, really good line. Stevie Smith at running back is an exciting, dynamic player. Uh, They can really throw the ball well, and he's also a running threat uh, as well. So I'm concerned about this, and it really will come down. I I think I'm not going to say we're going to see another high-scoring game because, frankly, Iowa gave uh, Minnesota two turnovers in, in its own red zone. So Minnesota had two short porches to get 14 of their 31 points. Yet, um, I, I, I do wonder if I, I, I think I think 27 is enough this week. I think they can get 27, but I, I don't know that uh, it will be you know by double digits. So I'm I'm concerned about this one. Yeah, I, I remember John uh, when Phil Steele came out. I actually highlighted. I went over all Iowa's opponents, and regarding the offensive line, I think they returned 126 starts or something like that. So. Uh, it was certainly going to improve. Hey, you translate Kirk speak as well as anybody. I'm start. I get the sense that Noel Fant is. I wouldn't say question. I, I might put him as doubtful uh, here in the middle of the week with with that concussion. He hit the, his head at the turf at, um, or the field turf, and you could tell right away that boy that that didn't look good. Um, you heard Farron speak yesterday. D- does it sound to you like that? There, there's a, maybe a pretty good chance he won't play. It sounded to me, just reading the tea leaves, that Ivory Kelly Martin may be a better chance than Fant. Mm-hmm. So, and and it's really disappointing because I remember when they called that tight end jet sweep down inside the the red zone. Uh, it was actually uh, it was actually first and goal. There were about eleven minutes left in the game. Iowa was up double digits, and you call a tight end. I don't mind necessarily a jet to get a fast guy on the edge down there with motion across to confuse the defense 
but I do. I, I didn't like it at the time, and I still don't like it now. You're running a tight end jet. He doesn't have the breakaway speed to get an edge on a linebacker like that, and you get him hurt, maybe for a game, maybe for more than that. It just the risk wasn't worth the reward. There's a million other plays you could call. I thought that was getting a little too cute, but yeah, I'll be surprised. I think based upon what Kirk said, if we see him out there. It will be T.J. Hawkinson, and maybe we'll see Cook out there a little bit more. Mm -hmm. We know about Whiting and and what a good blocking tight end that he can be. Defensively, we saw Hooker come down, play that outside linebacker spot. This week with a freshman running back that's pretty thick for Indiana, he's a burly man out there. Ramsey, the quarterback's played pretty well. Do you think they can get away with Hooker? Maybe not full-time, but over half the snaps at outside linebacker, or do you expect to see more Barrington Wade? And, and that's, the, that's a great question. I would imagine they may start with Hooker because of what they did last week and they like his versatility. And I could see them transitioning back to their base if Indiana's getting too much on the ground. Now, Minnesota was able to get some yards inside-ish. Well, that was, you know what? Never mind. They did that late in the game. Really, Iowa's run defense is really good. I think Indiana's more talented, and that offensive line can open things up. So I think you, I think they'll start with Hooker because of just how um, how dynamic a playmaker he is, and uncertain they are with Wade and the other cast of characters. But if but if Indiana's got him, and it'll be there when you've got that type of personnel in there the opportunity will be there, then Iowa makes a change back to base. Mm. John, uh, we'll let you go on this. Confidence-wise, um, Iowa at Indiana or at Purdue? Penn State is in a class by itself as far as tricky spots. Um, what's tougher, in, uh, Hawks winning at Indiana or at Purdue later on in November? Well, if, if you ask me now, and I can't predict what injuries are going to be for right. Purdue, but I know what injuries are going to be now, I'm going to say Indiana is going to be tougher. I'm going to make the assumption that some of these guys will be back, that Hockaday will be back, that Neiman will be back. You know, Fran will be okay, and Ivory Kelly Martin are okay. I would, I would like the chances at Purdue more than I like the chances at Indiana. I, I probably lean towards Iowa losing this week, and not that I want to see it happen. I, I'm just really worried about this. John, you've got some work to do. It looks like the World Herald is tweeting again. Get oh, on boy. it, John. Uh, well, I'm going to track this Squints guy down and see if I can sign him. I've got a feeling he's going to be pretty busy in the next few weeks. <laughs> Great stuff, John Miller. We'll talk to you a week from today. Thank you. All right. We'll see you. Bye. Good to talk to you. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. Speaking of Iowa basketball, this is for next season. But uh, they will be playing a game at the United Center against Cincinnati. Really? When did that come up? Uh, just came out today from John Rothstein of uh, out in Cape he? CBS Sports Network. Yeah, He's CBS Sports, right? Yep. He, uh, he when? That when? Out. In November? Uh, December. December. It'll be played in December. It'll be a double header at the United Center. Maybe Northwestern Illinois will play the other half of the What's it a like part that. of? Do you know? Is it just a standalone? Wow. But uh, no Big Four Classic. Substitute mm. that with Cincinnati. That's okay. pretty good. Uh, from the Hawks to the Clones, John Walters joins us next. Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. We talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? 
Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The Heritage Carousel will continue to be open to the public on Saturdays and Sundays through mid-October. The carousel opened in 1998 and rides with 50 cents for kids. Rides today are still just 50 cents for kids. For more information on times, days, and how to rent the carousel, please go to our website at heritagecarousel.org or find us on Facebook. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alz.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 
425-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to... All right, welcome back. Thank you to John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. As promised, we're going to do them both this hour, from the Hawks to the Clones. He's the voice of Iowa State. Men's basketball media day tomorrow. I'm assuming it'll come up in our conversation. And, of course, football. John Walters joins us. John, Trent, and Ken, how's things? Things are good, guys. Busy time of year for you, John Walter. Football rolling out. You've got a lot of content at Cyclones.tv with all the media days unfolding. Men's basketball media day tomorrow. Uh, in what I think is shaping up to be a real fun year at Hilton Coliseum. Yeah, I think so, too. We had our Women's Basketball Media Day on uh, Monday. There's a lot of incite- excitement there, and I think for the men's team as well. Um, you know, you're looking at a decent number of returning starters, which was something you couldn't say about last year's team. Last year's team had a total of eight starts returning, and that was all Solomon Young. Uh, this year's team... When you include the guys like Lindell Wigginson, Solomon Youngs, Rand Talley, some guys that started a year ago, Cameron Lard, and then you mix in the starts that Mariel Shayok and Michael Jacobson got mm-hmm. when they were uh, at their former schools, the number's up about 170 uh, returning starts as opposed to eight. So uh, a, a lot more returning experience, um, a lot more veteran experience, and then mix in a talented group of newcomers that I think everybody's really jacked about because, uh, you know, Taylor Horton Tucker, um, I think is the real deal. Uh, I think Tyrese Halliburton is going to open a lot of eyes. He's a very talented player, um, a fun guy to be around, has a lot of Nazmi True Long in him, and can shoot the basketball as well. Uh, and, and then, obviously, Zion Griffin, who's dealt with some injuries, but uh, his progress might come a little slower just because he's been held back by that. Um, but they're excited about all those guys. And George Condit, whose dad played football here, mm-hmm. uh, that's a good class. And uh, mix that with all those veteran guys, and I think there's a, a real opportunity for this to be a fun season. You know, you mentioned Horton Tucker. It was pretty cool to see that picture, him and Derek Rose, from I don't know how many years ago it was, John, say six, eight, ten years ago, what it was, and then the picture from this Saturday, or Sunday, rather, uh, when the uh, T-Wolves were in town and Derek Rose was uh, was was willing to take another picture with him, kind of the, the before and now the after your picture that was pretty neat yeah and Taylor's grown a little in that yeah, time and uh <laughs> man he's he he comes in looking like a college ready player i mean he has a really uh, strong body um you know physical he's he's capable of stepping right in and playing and not having to need that year or two to develop physically and that's what's so exciting about him but um but a confident player too with a lot of skills and 
Um, reminds you a little bit of a Charles Barkley, just with the, the things that he can do uh, on the basketball floor. From what I've seen of him, and I haven't I haven't been able to get to a practice yet to see him up here, but just watching his high school highlights, uh, really fascinating to watch all the different things he can do with his size and ability. So uh, it's going to be fun to see what he can do over the course of his uh, years at Iowa State. John, this is going to be one of the deeper teams that Steve Probe has ever had in his coaching career. Is that something that he has maybe talked to other coaches about, dealing with minutes, uh, hard feelings that are out there, guys not getting minutes? And, and what do you think about this depth, how it's going to play out minutes-wise, and, and how many guys are going to look to play? Yeah, I think, I think what you're going to just have is a very healthy competition for minutes, and I think that'll produce better results from the starters and more options if the starters aren't producing. So uh, when you're out there, you got to be getting something done or else you're probably going to be coming out and there's capable bodies of going in there and replacing you. But Coach Prohm, over his history, uh, he's had years where he's had deep teams. He's also had years where he has not had a deep bench. But one thing's pretty consistent with him. He only likes to play about eight guys. And so I, I doubt that by the time conference plays roll, rolls around that you're going to see him going a whole lot deeper than that. In the non-conference, he'll probably tinker with it a little bit more and experiment and see which guys are ready and, and play more guys and probably play up to 10 uh, in competitive games. Um, but, you know, obviously a lot of guys are going to get minutes when games get out of hand. And um, But the, the big thing is going to be who's my group that I can really count on. He likes players with flexibility that can play multiple positions like Zoran Talley can, and we saw play everything from point guard to power forward last year. He loves guys that have that kind of versatility, and so he can mix and match. But what he really is excited about is just if he wants to play big in a game and go with Michael Jacobson and Solomon Young and Cameron Lard, he can. And if he wants to play smaller in a game and quicker and, you know, uh, go with a small lineup that can really move the ball and, and space the floor, he can certainly do that with this group too. So, I think he's excited about having multiple options, and even even in practice, just being able to practice different styles. Last year's team was so limited in practice that they couldn't even get 10 guys out there on a regular basis. So just the ability this year to have 10, 12, 13 available to you for practice is a, is a really big deal. With that, John, uh, Ken brought up the preseason game for the NBA up there with the Bucks and the T-Wolves at Hilton Coliseum. Were you in, in attendance? And, boy, uh, people... We don't talk much NBA around here, but you can tell that's a demographic that continues to grow. Young people loving the NBA. Full house there at Hilton. Yeah, it was uh, between eleven and 12,000 was the attendance, and I was not able to make it. My Sundays are basically watching Iowa State's game over again and mm-hmm. watching the opponent, so I, I don't drift too far away from that that schedule. So I didn't make it up there, but I sure, sure saw the video and the pictures and talked to Jamie Pollard about it Monday night. And um, it's exciting that, that, that it was that well attended. And I agree with you. The game is becoming more and more popular. And when you go to an NBA game, you're really, if you don't go to a lot of them and you go to one, you're really in awe of just how talented these guys are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and when you sit there and hear, well, they don't play defense in the NBA, then you watch these guys, they're guarding the heck out of each other. They're just really good offensively, and they're they're really hard to stop. And so, um, and the size of them is what stands out when, you, when you're sitting there watching them in person, just how athletic and big uh, these guys are. I remember watching Kevin Durant in college at Texas mm-hmm. and thinking, man, that guy's a legitimate seven-footer, and he's got this skill set. Well, then you go to the NBA, and a lot of guys uh, have have a lot of those skills. So it, it is impressive what great athletes they are. 
Kevin Durant's always the guy that I point to, John, when people uh, shoot arrows at the Big 12 Conference now. Not enough teams. Well, now you get to play everybody home and away. Uh, and Kevin Durant didn't get to Hilton Coliseum. And if there would have been a 10-conference league, uh, Cyclone fans would have been able to see him in person, which would have been good. And i got to call you on one thing, John, because I, I know you're a Bears fan. Your Sundays, <laughs> do be, you do make time to watch. I know they were off this week, but you got to pay yes. attention to these Bears, John Walters. I, I do. I found a way to work that into the schedule. This year. I, have. I bet you did. Uh, let's talk football, Iowa State-wise. West Virginia comes to town this week. But, you know, we, we have to start with Brock Purdy and just, you know, seemingly the instant, I don't know, offense. That it was just different, John, watching, you know, Purdy do what he did. And I know that there's, well, Oklahoma State didn't prepare for him. And, okay, I'll give you that. But it's not like they haven't seen a Brock Purdy-style quarterback in the Big 12 ever before. So I think that's kind of overblown. I think Brock Purdy just just uh, uh, just blew them away, and I mean, I don't know what his ceiling is, and I don't even know if he'll repeat this week what he was able to do last week, but my oh my, that was eye-opening. It was. It, it was fascinating to watch, and I'd been hearing good things about how good he had looked in practice and, and that he was going to get an opportunity on that second series to come in and show what he could do, and you know, that second series of the game, he came in there and it was a three and out, even though he had a nice seven-yard run, almost got the first down. Uh, it was a three and out. So it, it kind of started unspectacularly. And then he got that second opportunity the next series and went in there and, you know, five of the next six series, Iowa State scores touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, I mean, it was it was so impressive to watch. And the thing that blew me away about him is just his coolness back there. Just, to, you know, there were a few snaps that were a little bit high and wide. He reaches up and he just grabs him with one hand, casually goes about starting the play, uh, looks down the field, keeps his eyes up the field. He just has a calmness about him back there that does not make sense for a guy who's been on campus for less than three months. And uh, so uh, blown away by what he did. Um, and you're right, don't expect that every single week. But at the same time, it sure gives you a fighter's chance to think that, that, it, that he's going to play at a pretty good level no matter what. Um and he's going to see different 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 defenses and different looks, but and I, and I agree with what you said, Ken, about overblowing Oklahoma State has seen that style of offense many times. Really, yeah. But the the bottom line is that style of offense does make you account for the quarterback run, and that's what had been missing from Iowa State mm-hmm. offensively. And even, you know, even on our broadcast, Ben Bruns has been saying that you know just the lack of the threat of a quarterback run allows a defense to prepare differently, and they. They tee off on the quarterback, and they really focus on putting guys in the box and shutting down the running backs, and it makes you more one-dimensional. And just that little bit of a threat of of uh, you know the quarterbacks being able to run the football uh, with Brock Purdy made all the difference in the world, and really did open everything up. But you got to credit that offensive line too; those guys have been getting better and better every week. I agree, uh, and they're establishing a run game now. And you're talking about five native Iowans, all uh, none of them seniors. Uh, that's pretty exciting about Iowa State's future to to know that those guys are coming along the way they are. Because if you look at Iowa State's season right now and you say, okay, where is it project to? Where can it go? If that offensive line continues to show the improvement that they have in the last three weeks, then I think it can go anywhere. Uh, anything's possible. Um, but it, you know, if they, if they digress, uh, you know, you're going to probably run into some of the same problems whether you have Brock Purdy back there or not. John, we know West Virginia is going to bring a great offense, as they always do. Real Greer, the signal caller, has been efficient and incredibly good, as you'd anticipate this year. But that defense has taken a step forward. As you took a look at West Virginia, 
How did this team make the improvements they have on the defensive side of the ball? Well, I, I think it starts with they got a transfer from USC, Bigelow, who uh, plays the same position as Ray Lima does in Iowa State's defense and really blows up a lot of plays inside. And I think when you have that guy, uh, it really changes the way you defend. And nobody's talking about Ray Lima right now and what he's doing for Iowa State. But I guarantee you that a lot of these tackle for loss numbers that you're seeing, mm-hmm. you know, 16 tackles for loss, a school record against Oklahoma State, a lot of it has to do with Ray Lima and Jamal Johnson and what they're able to do inside. And Bigelow has provided that same thing for West Virginia. <laughs> I think they have a lot of playmakers on that side of the ball. Long, their linebacker, is a real playmaker. He gets in the backfield a lot. He gambles some, but he really makes a lot of big plays. And uh, he was doing that last year, too, before he got hurt. Um, they're good, and they're veteran. And, you know, they started playing that three-man front a long time ago. It's not something that's new to them. Uh, more and more teams in the Big 12 are doing that now, but they've been playing it pretty successfully for quite a while. And I've, I've always felt they were good defensively against Iowa State. Now, they haven't looked good defensively at times. In their bowl game last year, they looked horrible def- defensively. Uh, but there's times when they look really good defensively, and every time Iowa State's faced them, I have not seen them yet uh, not engaged and, and getting after it on that side of the ball. So uh, I expect a, a, a good battle, but I, I agree about their offense, too. And the way Iowa State's offense was clicking a, a week ago, I think there's a possibility for a little bit higher scoring game than we've been seeing in this series. You know, 20 to 16 last year, I'd say we're going to be looking at high 20s, low 30s, uh, maybe this year. And I think it'll be a very engaging, fun football game that'll come right down to the wire. John, just realize you've got five home games left. Yeah, five of the last seven That's are at home. Great. Yeah. Yeah, it is, especially with global warming. Uh, I think we can count on uh, you know good weather in November and December at uh, Jack Trice Stadium. And uh, no, it, it's going to be fun to have those five home games. I mean, this team we knew the we knew the schedule was front loaded, mm-hmm. and that's why last week was such a huge game for Iowa State because if they were able to find a way last week, it gave you a lot of hope for this week. And then you get a bye, and then you have you know six games remaining. And it's not one ranked team after another the way it has been up to this point. And so, um, you know, there's a real opportunity for this team to make a great run this year. And uh, I'm excited about that. And with five games at home, if they can start figuring out a way to consistently protect their home field, um, they've got a chance to go to a really nice bowl game this year. John, as you'd anticipate, we talked so much about Mike Rose and his ascension up through August and what a good player he's been. But Orion Vance, uh, with that happening, became a forgotten guy, and suddenly he has burst on the scene as of late, coming in, playing a lot of third downs, coming off the edge and, and making plays there. Tell us a little bit more about Orion Vance. And he didn't sulk. He went out there and worked, and he's found a role with this Iowa State defense. Yeah, you know, when they got him out of Cedar Rapids, uh, they felt like they were getting the best player in the state that year. And he's a good-sized linebacker. You know, he's very he's got the physical part of it, came in day one looking like that, you know, and, and that's exciting to begin with. But then you've got to take it and grow, and that's what he's done. And, you know, he's making a lot of plays in the backfield. He um, recovered a fumble last week. He had a sack. And what I've been amazed at with Iowa State this season on the defensive side of the ball is how consistently they are playing two guys. You know, a lot of times you get a two-deep, and it's like, okay, the, the first guy's going right. to play, the second guy might play some. With Iowa State, these guys are playing almost 50-50, these, the snaps between the ones and the twos at most positions, not every position. But um, he's truly sharing that Mike linebacker spot with Mike Rose. We're seeing a lot of that. We're seeing more Jake Hummel. Uh, we're seeing more of 
uh, on the defensive line, rotating guys in and out, even in the corners and in the secondary. And so um, it's exciting because I think Coach Campbell felt like as last year went on, his team wore down a little bit late in games and late in the season. And he's trying to keep that from happening again this year. And developing that true depth that he can depend on is, has been a huge part of that. And you'll see even in late-game situations, uh, guys out there that are twos. And uh, that's, that's been impressive to see those guys do the job, and you don't see that big drop-off that you used to see. And that's where I think the, the depth and the recruiting has really started to pay dividends out on the field. No question. Thank you, John Walters. We'll uh, talk to you down the road. Appreciate it. Uh, have fun on uh, Saturday night. West Virginia pays a visit to Jack Trice Dam. Still a few tickets left, John? Yeah, as low as 40 bucks. So uh, it, it, I think Jamie said on the show Monday night that they had, at that point, were right around 55000 uh, so, yeah, there's still some good seats available, so I hope people will gobble them up. It's going to be a great environment. Indeed it is. Thank you, John. Yep, thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. John Walters, voice of Iowa State. All right, Trent, let's come back. we will. Uh, we got one segment to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, i got an idea. We'll, do, uh, we'll come back with that. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I take you up until 2. Jimmy B and TC get you home from 4 until 6 on 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems. The right door, the right way. Offer not valid in all states or were prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need some cash? Fast? No matter what your credit score is, just go to LendGenius.com to get access to a quick cash loan in as little as one business day. That's right. LendGenius.com is the new and smart way to get cash when you need cash fast. LendGenius is built to help you find a loan regardless of your credit score. Just go to LendGenius.com now so you can find a personal loan for your situation. LendGenius is fast and and free to use. Our network of lenders will 
will make you feel like a genius in just minutes, and your money will hit your bank account in as little as one business day. Use your cash loan to consolidate debts, pay off bills, or for whatever you need. Just go to LendGenius.com to get the cash you need now. Whatever your cash needs are, LendGenius is the genius way to get a quick cash loan in as little as one business day. Just go to LendGenius.com. That's L-E-N-D Genius.com. LendGenius.com. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, USC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Our final segment. Thank you to John Walters joining us early in the program. It was a hot clone hour, was it not? John Miller and John Walters, thanks to both of you uh, for chiming in. Trent, you were telling me during the break, and I guess I never realized this. I don't pay as much attention to high school football as I certainly used to do. Mm -hmm. We've got some time here, so maybe let's dig into it a little bit. But uh, unbeknownst to me, and shame on me maybe, I didn't realize that once we get to the, the semifinals over at the Dome, that we're not going to see East versus West. Um, so conceivably, and I'll just pull these two schools out of thin air, although Valley Dowling have certainly been the rivalry of the state, but instead of seeing this game in the semifinal, knowing that should be the final most years, mm-hmm. or certainly a lot of years, 
Now, the way it's set up, we actually could see this. I had no idea. This is great for high school football. It is. You're going to have maybe some better championship games. We've seen plenty of blowouts, especially at the 4A level throughout the years. And for us here locally, maybe we'll get to see a Centennial Dowling for a championship. Valley Dowling. Rematch. Rematch. You know, we'll get to see that game and see it in the title round as opposed to the semifinal every year. Now, the funny thing is, this finally comes into being in a year where it looks like the East maybe is a little bit stronger. Heard a lot of good did things. Did you about- think that, by, going, sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but did you think that was going to be the case prior to the season? No, I, I figured I, it was, was going to be status quo. Yeah. And, but Bettendorf sounds like they are a lot better on the lines that they've been. They have a little bit more depth. Same thing for Cedar Falls. Now, we've also seen this in the past, and by, when you get a real close look at them, mm-hmm. you say this is going to be different. But of, of all the seasons, it finally happens. <laughs> one where it does look the East is going to be good. So, of course, you're going to have district champions get in, as it has been now for, well, when district play started 25 years ago. That's, uh, that's the way it's going to be. 16-team bracket. Uh-huh. Then the remaining teams will be strictly on their RPI. The at-large. That's it. Uh-huh. So, so th- uh, three district winners. Uh, seven district winners. Seven district winners. Yep. Gotcha. Yep, in Class 4A, and it's nine in the other classes. But seven in Class 4A, and that's certainly what we talk about the most here. So you'll have your seven champions, uh-huh. and then the next best teams in terms of RPI will be the ones that get in. So what could we see in the early rounds of the playoffs, and there's no more of that finish on Friday, play Wednesday, right. and then come back the following Monday, which is which was really hard mm-hmm. uh, on the uh, on the student athletes. Um, so could we see in the first round of the playoffs? Let's see the one versus sixteen, and the one who would the one be right now? According to Cody uh, Godwin in the register today, is a good one or Godwin? Good one. Um, he's got Centennial as the RPI ranked number one. Of course, they win their district, mm-hmm. and they would face Muscatine. Can yes. that happen? It can happen. They are going to. I mean, if it's something crazy, if it's a Sioux City school and Muscatine, they're it's not a long drive across <laughs> the long diagonal drive across the state. They they are going to leave themselves some leeway in terms of marrying matchups that make more sense in terms of travel. So it's not strictly going to be by the RPI, but it's going to be close, and, and you're not going to see. These two teams shouldn't be playing in the first round. These two teams shouldn't be playing in the quarterfinal round. They're going to try to build the bracket in a way that makes sense and keep it balanced. But the big caveat here for me is when it's not going to be a true bracket where you just fill it out 1 through 16. When they get to the semifinals, it will be reseeded. Number one remaining RPI team against the number four remaining RPI team in 2 and 3 will take each other on in the semifinal round. So because of that... It will look a little bit different when we get there. So we could have three teams, conceivably, from mm-hmm. th- this part of the state uh, participating, in the, participating in the semifinals. Yeah, there's a real possibility wow. that that could be the case. Ankeny Centennial's in really good shape. Looking deeper at this RPI, though, I don't love it. Okay. You get... Is there... Where, where could it... What's the fatal flaw if there is one? Well, it is strictly based on record of the teams that you face. That's it. You get no credit for road victories. If you're a smaller school and you beat a school from a bigger class, you don't get credit for that. It is mm. strictly what their record is. So there's no human element involved? No human element at all. Uh, I got the full RPI standings here. And you go through and you know, a couple of teams, you know, Marshalltown's 4-3, and three, their record would stay. Maybe they should be closer, but they're 21st in, in the rankings. And then you look around. So it gives uh, Southeast Polk, I think, is a great example, too. One spot behind Marshalltown. They're 2-5, two, two games worse. But because they played a more difficult schedule, they're 22nd. 
Southeast Polk actually has a chance they win their final two of getting into the playoffs. So I, I, I would like a little bit more. The RPI we talk about a lot in college So basketball. Southeast Polk at 4-5 and five could get in if things break their way. Get, yes, they're, they're going to need some help, but there's a uh-huh. possibility for them to get up there because they played a really difficult uh-huh. schedule. And that's, so a 4-5 and five team could play in, in, in place of a 6-3 and three team? Would that ever? It, the 4A level, probably not. I wouldn't think so, but yeah, I think there's hmm. there's a plausible way where that could happen. There there needs to be a little bit more than just RPI, though. Mm-hmm. But and and this is the first year of this, right? This is the first so year. So we know will... for two years. Oh, it's for two years yep. before they go back and tweak it if they feel right. that's necessary. Well, I'm anxious to see how it plays out. Yeah, it, I, it's, I am. It's different. It's mm-hmm. interesting. I do wonder at, at the next year. I mentioned three A, two A, one A, and A. I'll have nine districts. There's going to be a district champion going on the road in the first round then yeah. because of that That's right. and going on the road against another district champion. So there's going to be some really compelling matchups early on. I'm interested to see how that plays out in the smaller classes. Uh, but I think this is a step in the right direction. Overall, yes, there are things, and you know me and numbers and RPI, I get a little riled up about it in college basketball, but we're moving, we're trending in a positive direction. And I'm sure as this goes on, they'll add more layers to it, but... I like it, and I, I like that in the semifinal round. It's just not strictly east, east west, right? West plays west, right. and then the two titles. And the building out. empties out if you're the four thirty kick. It empties yeah. out in most cases before the seven thirty kick, yep. which never kicks at seven thirty. It kicks about eight o'clock. <laughs> right. Uh, so of the other of the other classes, it looks as though Prairie City in our listening audience, Prairie City yep. Monroe might have the best chance to capture a state title, other than you know the four A school. Uh, don't forget about Van Meter again, who okay. won it a season ago. Van Meter is looking very good again this season. They lost a ton off that team. I certainly didn't anticipate they were going to be as good as they mm-hmm. are. And what's their record? Let me see. I, I, I just saw it. Oh, they're unbeaten. Yeah, they're 7-0. and okay. uh, That's a loaded-up class, though, uh, that they're in. Dyke New Hartford is incredibly good. Uh, they're 7-0. and I, I know I have family up in the Dyke New Hartford area and, and people, obviously, from North Iowa, and they've told me that team's a juggernaut. In fact, my, my school, Osage, is in first place in their district. They're five and two trending, going on the road. They are. Uh, they have Lake Mills this week and AP next week, but they might be that team that's a district district champion in one A. That has to go to Dyke New Hartford at the first round. So if they get to the dome, are you kind? Are you tipping your hand that we might have some one A coverage, <laughs> some some bonus coverage? I, I, I'll talk to my people at Osage. There's a real possibility that could happen. Uh, good stuff. Well, I'm anxious to see how it plays. All we got two weeks left. You're at Drake Stadium this week. Ankeny Centennial, who right now is on top of four A as far as the RPI taking on a Roosevelt team. Where are you next week? Have you decided yet, or is this going to depend a lot on? You know what's on the line, and maybe yeah. do you slip out of 4A and go down to a 3A or a 2A? There's a possibility of that. More than likely, though, what was on the schedule in the preseason is probably going to play out. Johnston Waukee playing for well, the, that's really good for the district yeah. title too. Yeah. So it'll and be, as we start, these are both top ten teams, right? Waukee right. is ten, and Johnston right now is six. So more than likely, that's that's where a good be. spot. Unless something crazy happens, you know, Indianola could get Waukee this week, and that would change things mm-hmm. up a little bit, but. I have a feeling that's where I'll end up next week out in Waukee for the second time this year. And um, also my second look at the Dragons. You saw them win last week, did you not? Yeah, I did. Against yeah. Indianola. Egg, yes, and uh, played well. Uh-huh. Andrew Nord, their quarterback, who's committed to play at Iowa uh, for baseball. Really good baseball play. Here's our quarterback. Incredible athlete. Really good athlete. And uh, Peyton Williams, who I've loved watching now for the last four years. Committed to Iowa baseball team. He is a nationally ranked baseball player. But he's out there doing his thing, plays mm-hmm. tight end, but it's actually a wide receiver in their offense. 
he just stands out there at six foot six, does his thing, basketball floor, he grinds. He's he's a really fun athlete. And it's another thing, you know, you go through and you watch these guys, and we talked about Riley Moss, you know, throughout this week. Love watching these guys and then that next step when they go to the collegiate level and Oh yeah. Sometimes it takes game. them a while, but yeah, yep. you you remember calling their games. You know what else I've realized? Just how many Peytons there have been in the last ten years, <laughs> right? right? These kids uh <laughs> Uh, parents watch Peyton Manning with the right. Colts, and now they're 16, 17, early college years. A ton of Peytons uh, dotting sports landscapes. Well, speaking of sports landscapes, sicko, uh, you've got nothing to bet tonight unless there's a hockey game that catches your attention. I would hope that there isn't. I don't have anything. Can you help me out at all? Because I don't want to get the shakes. Well, that's what I'm worried about because this is, you know, there's no baseball. No. None whatsoever. No football. No, I had, I had. You liked Arky State yesterday? Well, and then uh, during the late show, Junior sent me a note, Dave Creighton Jr. Yes, yes. About Appy State as double digit favorites on the road, and they were like 11 and 1 or something. So I flipped, and I went that way with Junior, and so I walked away with a smile and didn't get that over last night in the Yankees Red Sox. That was my other feeling that I had. But got the college football yeah. one, got that done. Anything hockey wise that, that's. We got a rematch of the Stanley Cup on, um, what do they call it, Rivalry Night on NBC, mm-hmm. SN. Uh, Vegas is at Washington. I don't know. I don't think Vegas is going to have anywhere near the season they did last year. Might bet Washington, but you're probably not going to get much of a price, I wouldn't think. Minus 145, as I look at it. Uh, You told me Arizona before the year is a team that you like. I do like them a little bit. And they're on the, are they at home or on the road against? They play Anaheim, right? The Ducks? They do, and they're on the road. Tough spot. Getting some plus money, though? you're getting plus money. Anaheim's minus 160, so you're uh, almost approaching 190, probably 185. Mm -hmm. You know who's a, uh, uh, the Flyers play the Senators early, I think. Mm-hmm. Ottawa's the worst team in hockey. Doesn't Ottawa have a goalie with last name Condon? Yes. Is it Mike Condon? Maybe. That, I think yeah, so. Yeah, it sounds, yeah, sounds I, right. I, believe you're, I don't watch a lot of Sens hockey. Okay. They're really, really bad. Really and Colorado bad. has their, overall, their uh, draft pick this year, so uh, if they finish last... Colorado's going to get, potentially, if they win the draft lottery, the number one pick. Nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> so tomorrow, Mark Morehouse is going Condon, to be here. Mike Condon, I yeah. thought so. I'm a uh, Senators fan now. So that's your squad, is it? <laughs> so are you going to be on the Sens or the Flyers tonight? I, I will touch that with a five-foot pole. I don't blame you a bit. Um, tomorrow, Mark Morehouse. Yes. Stephen M. Sipple. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Journal star. Huskers. Uh, Northwestern. Is it the week? That it happens? Northwestern oh. went on the road and beat, picked off Sparty last week. And had Michigan on the ropes the week they before. They did. Yeah. No, I don't think it does either. It doesn't happen here. No, it's the bye week against who did they play again? Bethune-Cookman. Bethune they got Cook- Minnesota before that, though. Maybe. 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 Probably not. It's in Lincoln. Uh, you know what? They might. They might put together a two-game winning streak. That might be the two wins. Who do they have? They haven't played Illinois yet. Nope. That'll be later. Uh-huh. And Illinois is not awful. They're, they're not improving. great, but they're improving. they're improving. I don't think Lovey Smith's going to lose his job. Probably not. No, I don't think he is. And he was a his was one of the hot seats out there. Mm-hmm. Who else do they have? Have they got another winnable football game? No, uh, at Ohio State. <laughs> it didn't even pause. <laughs> at Ohio State, no. Michigan State at home, no. And at Iowa, yeah, no, no, not happening. So they might get two in a row, and that'll be it for the year. Best case scenario is four and eight. That'd be beating Northwestern, Minnesota, Illinois, and Bethune Cookman. Mm-hmm. More than likely mm. three. I would say, yeah, I set the over-under right now at three. I would three. think that would be fair. And still two and ten and is plausible. Boy, they're, they're getting arrow shot at them from a lot of directions, are they not? 
fun to watch. Yeah, it's it fun is. to watch. Uh, we are out of time. Uh, you and Jimmy B today have what is where you guys finish up your four to six time slot. Don't forget coming up next week, starting next week, uh, some time changes. This show, Trent and I will be on from one until uh, from one until two, from eleven until one, from one until two. Jimmy B and TC, the drive with Trent and Wolfgang from four until six. But today, you and Jimmy B have uh, coming up today. We're going to be talking some Big Twelve football. Pete Mundo is going to be stopping by. I, in fact, was a guest for him uh, last night on his uh, Big 12 podcast. So fun talking in Iowa State and Brock Purdy with him. We'll take an overview of the Big 12 with Pete Mundo from Heartland College Sports. And Rob Howe will be by Hawkeye Talk with him on Wednesdays as we do at 420. And a little NFL talk, working on an NFL guest to take a look around. It's, I mean, Midwest, we're, we're getting that pretty good, aren't we? We've got some teams. Chiefs. Bears, Packers, Vikings. I think Packers are number four in the power rankings in our where we sit. I don't think there's any doubt. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's Kansas City one. I'd still have the Vikings. I too. would too. I would too. Vic- uh, the record-wise says it's the Bears, but I would put the Vikings over the Bears. But it's close in the pro- fact that the, you know I'm having more people come up to me. Well, one. Um and and to, to say this isn't fun about this Bears this year and, and he's right it yeah. is fun to have the Bears relevant in our market because God knows well you know as well as anybody even better than God uh, they haven't mattered here over the no. last I don't know how long has it been decade maybe not quite but it's been a while there's been a couple bleeps in there yeah and that has been it. No, but they're, they look good now. All right, we're out of time for today. We'll be back tomorrow uh, at noon. Jimmy B and TC from 4 until 6. Appreciate being here with us. All of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Talk to you tomorrow at noon on the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon, 1700 KBGG. High school football each and every Friday night right here on your home for high school sports 1700 kbgg friday night starting at seven o'clock at wolf construction we do many large construction projects across the midwest but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today at wolf construction we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway we arrive with a business card in hand ready to take care of your home whether it's a simple roof repair a complete re-roofing project or a new construction project wolf construction can handle the job call wolf construction at 515 515- 225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358.
Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Urbandale. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at HartmanFlags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital City Motor Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com ApprovedByJoe.com www.approvedbyjoe.com some minimum requirements. I light the night for my dad. I light the night for my daughter. I light the night to end blood cancer. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers and other serious diseases. Help 